now. Hey now, everybody. Good morning. Uh, hey now. It's your pal Howard. Oh, I'm exhausted already. Uh, Robin, are you there? Of course I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't see you on the screen. Why not? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> while we were gone for two weeks. Oh, look we put at in, you. You're in a whole new setup there. Yeah, we put in a whole new setup, a whole new bunch of equipment for me, but uh, this is crazy. On the morning... Hold on. I'm trying to get used to this. Um, yeah, what what it is is we put a whole new setup in. And... Uh, oh, there you are. Okay. Oh, we, that's weird. Hey, I don't want to see me because I'm on delay, guys. I know we're still working this out. Oh, boy. You don't even know. We did two and a half hours yesterday trying to get everything going. And, uh... Well, you this look morning, good. <laughs> thanks. You do, too. <laughs> this morning, I um, came downstairs. Everything was all set up from our test show yesterday. And um, I went over and turned on my hot water heater. I drink hot water in the morning, and the hot water heater blew out the entire system. What? <laughs> yeah, so since early this morning. Guys, can you turn off my feed? I'm seeing myself in delay. Hold on, Robin. I got to. I apologize to the audience. We, we're working some stuff out. It's going to take a couple of days to get this equipment working just the way we like it. But um, in any case, so I come downstairs. We have all the new equipment down here. Everything's all set. We set it up all yesterday for hours, getting every computer turned on because I have a whole new setup. I have way more control over the show. In fact, right now I'm trying to figure out how to lower my volume. All right. That's good. And so... We fixed it. It really was a long process. I have to be, you know, down on the floor connecting wires and shit. And it's all kinds of crazy stuff. And so this morning I turned on the hot water heater and all of a sudden I heard beep, 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 beep. Like this whole fucking thing blew up and turned and it shut down. Where do you buy your stuff? <laughs> it shut off all of our equipment. But I'm just wondering what kind of shoddy uh, teapot do you have? No, it's, it, I don't know. And now I got to, hey, Will, your screen has got to be compressed a little. Oh, Jesus. This is going to take. Does we, he we know probably, how to do that? Yeah, the, the engineers will know how to do it. I'm trying to get me off the screen and only see you. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that has to be worked out, so I'll do my I'm best. I'm looking at all these, you know, beautiful blue lights and an on-air sign yeah. and the HS logo behind you. A curtain. Yeah. yeah, and these two cameras now. We have two different camera shots. It's pretty good. Cool. Oh. Yeah. So, of course, there's no light in here. I can't read anything in front of me. But <laughs> aside from that, it's okay. And I got to put in a couple of tables and things. I have nowhere to put papers and put my notes. But we're working on it. The guys did a great job. Congratulations to Thom and Charlie and the whole Sirius XM gang. Uh, putting in this equipment took uh, days. And then did they, you, know, you allowed people into the house, obviously, to do Well, here's this. how it worked. The guys were in the basement putting in my equipment. And because we had two weeks off, uh, this was uh, our whole plan. We waited for the two weeks off. So they were here uh -huh. for the first week. And after they were done, a team came in with Lysol bombs and UV lights and completely... <laughs> You know, and those guys wore masks and everything and did the installation. And 
hopefully I won't get COVID-19. I think we took every precaution in order to stay separate, and uh, we walled off everything. It was really quite an operation. It was no small feat to get this equipment in there. But with this COVID-19, and it is no joke, this COVID-19, it's only getting worse. It's getting worse. I was reading about a guy 30 years old yesterday. I'm sure you read about it, too. I did, yeah. Yeah, 30-year-old guy said, you know, he's one of these guys, I guess in Florida or something, goes, went to a COVID-19 party where you get COVID-19. Because all these kids think, like, you know, people in their 30s think it's not going to fuck them up. He's dead. He went to a COVID-19 party. And uh, now he goes. One of his last words was, I think I made a mistake. Yeah, big mistake. Big mistake. Since our last show on June 24th, there have been over 920,000 new cases of COVID in the U.S. and over 10,600 deaths. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting here going, you got to be kidding me. I mean, I know people who are living in quarantine, much like yourself, Robin, and, and me. And then there were people who, you know, friends of mine who are having parties and they have a caterer and... They go, oh, we're socially distancing, ha, 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 and they all have their arms over each other. I see the pictures. The walls Um, are caving in. Everybody I talk to, they're losing their grip on isolation. Right. They are all sliding down into the muck of non-social distancing and no mask wearing. Well, here's the weird thing. Like, I was talking to Will, who works for us, and uh, I was reading some notes about what everybody did over vacation. And Will decided to go to the beach. And he was very upset when he got to the beach because it was very crowded. But nevertheless, what, did he think he, he had a novel idea. Yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, the beach. <laughs> but nevertheless, he went to the beach. And I said to Will, I go, Will, what's your story? I mean, like, you're saying you can't come into work, which I, which is legitimate. Okay. I understand. So if you're not coming into work and you're living in your house, then why would you go to the beach? In other words, we're protecting you by letting you work at home. And Why you would you do go to the most ridiculous thing? Yeah, so then you do something stupid like go to the beach, <laughs> which makes no sense because why are you working from home then? You might as well go into the serious building and work. Maybe the he's thinking outside. he has these antibodies because he and his family had it. Well, let me, tell you, it. let me tell you about antibodies. Let me tell you about your good friend, Antibody. <laughs> uh, a pal of mine, much around when Will got COVID. He had anti. He was tested for antibodies. He had antibodies. Mm-hmm. He was tested again recently. No antibodies. Yes, they don't so whatever know how you long think, they last. Yeah, whatever you think you know about COVID nineteen, the experts don't even know. They were shocked. They were like, "Oh, he doesn't have any antibodies." It's as if his body says, "I never had COVID 19 My point is, you could get reinfected. I, I have not heard of one person that has gotten COVID nineteen twice. If well, you you're living example, in your house. You're living in your house. How would how would you somebody who who do you yeah. talk to? I look at newspapers. <laughs> I look at the media. Will, I say, Will, I do Google searches. Well, if you were asymptomatic and you didn't know you had COVID-19 and then you got it again, you wouldn't know you got it again. You would have thought you got it for the first time. Well, if you're your asymptomatic, logic is they, wrong. Here's nah, the they point. Say that, okay. Why are you working from home to protect yourself? And then you go to the beach. It was my wife's idea. It was stupid. Yeah. yeah. Well, you well, tell her. What I won't be doing it again. Like I said. We're all doomed. If you go to this beach, you'll see. Nobody gives a shit. It's awful. How quick it did was... Will throw his wife under the bus? 
That's my wife. Of course. <laughs> He's yeah. it out. It's her if, fault. I told her it was she stupid. To do I yelled it. at her. Yeah. <laughs> you yelled at her. Good for you. Thank you. I'm a real hero. Uh, did, how long did you stay at the beach? Uh, too long. I mean, we were there already. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, By the way, don't I look like I've been outside? Logic. I look really red, don't I? Like, um, I look you look a little bit red. Not a lot red. Yeah. I don't know. I, it looks like I'm red, but I'm, I don't go outside. You know, I mean, I, I go outside <laughs> in the backyard a little bit, but I, I cover up. You should see me. I look like an old woman with my big hat on, my big floppy hat. And then no Beth yells at me. No for you, huh? No, and Beth yells at me. Hey, guys, there's a big thing over uh, Robin's face, like a big box. Can you get rid of that? Yeah, I told you, we have a lot of problems we got to work out. This is probably going to go on for a day or two until we work everything out. But the good news is I have equipment now and a little more solid line. So I'm going to be able to have some control over the show. I can play some sound effects and songs. And I have um, a nice camera. So when we put stuff up online, you can kind of see into my basement. Now you got a clear picture of me, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got a good camera like you have. So we have that going Good on. camera. I'm looking at my laptop camera oh really god your, yeah. your thing is so clear i mean i see you very clearly i don't know how was your um, computer how was your couple of weeks off did you uh, relax uh very good i got a lot of rest uh you know i got this uh wacky paddle board that i can go out into the water so i can social distance from people so Rob, you know robin drives me nuts you know i'm worried about robin all the time i mean <laughs> no you know first of all she's a woman alone uh, I was even saying to my wife last night, I was like being romantic and I go, you know, thank God we're together. I said, for me, it's like I, not to have you here, to be completely alone like Robin. Whenever I say that, I go like Robin, <laughs> like Robin, <laughs> like Robin. I go, it would be very difficult for me. I mean, I, I picture Robin walking around the house, talking to the cats. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And like, like basically talking just to hear her own voice. I don't like to talk. I do this for a living. I don't know. I see you like this. Hi, uh, you know, hi, Yoda. You know, your cat. <laughs> I did uh, keep the Yoda name. It's simply right. Chaka now. Right. Hi, Chaka. <laughs> What's happening? You know, like, like you know, I, I mean, I worry about her because, you know, she's go crazy. I do not talk to my cats except when I'm looking at them and I want to pet them. I go, hi, baby, yeah. or whatever. But then but I get happy. I'm not having conversations with them. But I worry about her because she's alone, you know, you know, like she's like one of those people like for the two, she could have died at the beginning of the two weeks. And then we just find her when she didn't show up, at, you know, like for two weeks, she's just Look, laying in people the house. Bring me food. Somebody would know. Right. All right. Well, I do worry I'm about in touch her. with people all the time. Yeah. In fact, uh, I got kind of happy. I mean, it was sad and happy. I had both emotions. I, I, I was happy to see that over vacation, Robin did a virtual wine tasting. <laughs> On Facebook with her buddies. And then, uh, I, but I was sad too that Robin did a virtual wine tasting. <laughs> break. Like it just seemed like a horrible thing to be doing. And, oh my God, I love wine. I uh, love my friends. What's the problem? By the way, I was listening to that feed. So Robin took, Robin has these friends who are wine connoisseurs. You know, they're in the wine business out in California. She goes and visits them before COVID and all that. And uh, she, you know, these are good friends of hers. She likes them. So the guy must have roped her into some kind, you know, he's probably looking to promote his business. So he gets a hold of Robin and uh, he's doing some kind of thing on Facebook. I think there was seven viewers and I was three of them. 
had and, no idea what was going on. Yeah, they get her on Facebook. You know, everybody <laughs> wants to be a star. They think they're going to be Jada Pinkett Smith with a show on Facebook. So these two wine guys. Uh, by the way, speaking of Jada Pinkett Smith, I, I digress. Yes. Uh, I want to say something. This guy, I don't know who this guy is who banged her at some point during her marriage to Will Smith, whether they had yeah, broken up or not. Yeah, I don't know do we... who he is either. What a fucking dickwad. I mean, dude, you got to fuck Jada Pinkett Smith, which, by the way, you know, put me in that line. That girl is hot. Give a shit. And you get to fuck her and then you got to go because what is he? What is he? A rapper? He's promoting his record or something. Or an actor because they were working on some yeah. project together when they were project. They were working together. on her tits together. <laughs> and uh, this guy, young guy, he just did a real bonehead thing. Be a little bit classy. Why were you going on some radio show saying I banged Jada Pinkett Smith? You know you're going to fuck her up. You're going to fuck up her marriage. You're going to fuck her kids' heads up. Keep You know, she fucking banged you. How nice of her. How nice of Jada. I mean, look at her. She is so fucking hot, and she banged you for multiple times, from what I understand. And now she's got to go on Facebook and, you know, and sit there and explain herself to Will and Will Smith and the kids and her mother. And it's like, yeah, the a- people I worried about were the kids. Yeah. I mean, who wants to like what? What did she do that was so horrible to this guy that he has to fuck her life up? Like, what's his what's his beef? And you know what his beef is? I'm not famous. I fucked That's Jada right. Pinkett Smith. Now, I still don't know your name, asshole. So you did a bonehead thing and. Fuck you. What was this his reason for doing it? This is not the way that? to get famous, because you don't look very good. No. What was his reason for doing it? I have no idea. I don't know the man. I just all of a sudden saw the the internet blow up with, this uh-huh. guy says he slept with Jada Pinkett Smith, and she's lying about her marriage. Hmm. Well, anyway, I got pissed off. You know, let me just uh, brag a little. You know, <clears throat> I've fucked a few... Uh, Famous women. I don't go around telling you who they are. Would I like to? Yeah, because it would make me feel like I was better looking. You know what I mean? It would make what me would it do to their lives? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the newspapers going, you fucked that animal? <laughs> These poor women would have to answer for fucking me. I didn't know. I thought he was a cool guy. You know, whatever it is, whatever they would say. But I I was out of my mind. Whatever. <laughs> I'm now on medication. <laughs> right. You know, I, I haven't recovered. I have PTSD. <laughs> I mean, imagine their story. But you know, I'm saying, you know, I mean, you're so dead. I mean, if you're going to be famous as an actor or a rapper or whatever you are, I don't know what he does. But like, dude. And like he's friends with that, that, that with Jade's son. Like That's fuck, horrible. He's probably like, you fucked my mom, dickhead. You know, it just, it just, I don't know. That's not cool in my book. Definitely not. All right. But anyway, getting back to you. So Robin was uh, on vacation and I saw that these characters that she hangs around with, they got her on uh, Facebook uh, for a virtual wine tasting. And uh, those two guys really like to talk. I hardly got enough of Robin. I mean, uh, were, <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were sitting there, you know, very nicely. You were, But I was just like, oh, my goodness. 
Let's see. The virtual wine tasting was run by Booker Wines, a winery out in Paso Robles, California. <laughs> it was basically a Zoom call between Robin, this guy Eric, the owner of Booker Wines, and Scott Lewis, the manager of the V Wine Cellar in California. Uh, from what, by the Which way, is from all what I, I care to do anyway. Just right. <laughs> from what I gathered during this wine tasting session, Scott is also like Robin's personal sommelier. You know, like he. Well, he's is, a great. Uh, he's a great wine aficionado. He knows a lot hmm. about it. He's in the business. He was a chef. He has a great palate, and so these, yeah, he these tells two me guys. where to go to see. Great wineries and drink great wine. These two guys, I don't mean to, you know, criticize fellow broadcasters, but Jesus. Oh, they're not broadcasters. (laughs) The the, the video is up to 35 whole views on YouTube. Poor Robert's sitting there for basically a private conversation. (laughs) But by the way, you know, Robin was on the show and she starts telling the story of when she bought $800 bottle of wine on my dime. (laughs) <laughs> and boy, oh boy, you know, you never can admit you might have been wrong. I was listening to this. And Wait I said, a minute. I yeah. have said I was wrong. No, what did no. I listen say? to this. Here, here is Robin. Did you listen to this, Gary? I did. <laughs> it's, it's, the whole thing is, Look, there's a lot what of. I've always said. I tried Robin, to warn you. Not only this, but just in general, things seem to happen to you that aren't your fault, <clears throat> that you don't know how they happened. And this is like one of them. About? Well, like the wine thing, you know, we've been over it. I know you said you're wrong, but in, but you talk about it and you say that somehow telepathically Howard was supposed to know how much the wine was. No, I didn't say it was telepathic. I was trying to indicate to him by sending the guy over to him that <laughs> what was I supposed to scream? I was supposed to scream at the table. Howard, yes. you don't want another bottle of this wine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I was yes. sitting right next to you. <laughs> I was there. That's exactly. Say, if you know what's eight hundred dollars, you're going to keep coming. That's, that's exactly what you should have yeah. done. Should have gone. No, we're well, good. Sorry, we're good. I didn't know that I should yell that. <laughs> I won't play the whole. You, you guys, you can go on Facebook and hear Robin's whole story. But <laughs> it was basically, it was funny to tell you the truth. But um, there was a couple of uh, revelations. Maybe I should play a couple of clips. Do you think what Gary? Revelations. I you should. There's well, some fun stuff in there. There's some fun stuff. Do you think I should play the Robin explaining the $800 bottle of wine? But I think I kind of heard that story. Mm, we we still do? thought it was interesting because it is funny when Robin said she, she looked at you. Well, you should play it. All right. We were at Danielle. Okay. okay. I, I approve that wine list. Somebody playing a harp when you walk in. Yep. Right. And they bring me this phone book. That's the wine list. Yep. Great restaurant. And I thought, what am I going to do with this? Now everybody puts me on the spot just because I go to Napa every year. I'm supposed to pick the wine. So I'm leafing through the book, and I don't know what I'm doing. And all of a sudden, I find Burgundy. And they have a Dujac. And I say, Howard, do you want to have a wine from a French winery that I have been to? And he says, yes. And so I ordered one bottle of wine. And I thought, well, that's a pricey bottle of wine, but it's only one. So I ordered that one bottle. And there were six people at the table. So one bottle 
just went just like that. Wasn't gonna happen. And uh, <laughs> the sommelier comes over after he sees the bottle emptied or after it emptied, and he said, "Would you like another to me?" And I said, no, you better go check with him. And I was doing that to try to give Howard the indication that he ought to look at what's going on here. Let me ask a question. What the fuck are we worried about Howard? I mean, you, you know what he makes. <laughs> what? Look, I didn't think we were going to have to wash dishes, but I didn't want him spending that kind of money if he didn't want to. What else is he going to do with it? <laughs> so anyway, he's, you know, two sips of wine. He's three sheets to the wind. <laughs> and he's like, yes, bring us another one. And then there was another one. And, and so this was how the evening went. And, you know, everything was great. And then he got the bill and he almost threw up. <laughs> No, I threw up. <laughs> and so he just went along and he paid it and never said a word to me until we got back on the air Monday morning. And I was all happy to see him and everybody else. And I was like, hey, we had a great time this weekend. And he said, I have a bone to pick with you. Meanwhile. Who is this guy who knows how to spend my money? Hey, What's he doing well, with it? Uh, yeah, that's Where's people his money? always do that. Yeah, you I know. Don't like oh, that guy. what does it mean to him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, twenty four hundred bucks. Whatever it means to him. That's right. Imagine that guy. He's like, he's got plenty of money. What's he going to spend it on? I got, I got some things I'd like to spend it on. <laughs> he didn't want to you know, spend it on dinner. <laughs> you know, I've noticed a few things. I don't know if your buddy's got any money or what, but. I notice people who don't have that much money always talk about how generous they'd be if they had money. It's their main, like, oh, if well, I had your money. You know, you know what I always say about that? That's yeah. doing nothing because you don't have the money. That's right. We, we're never going to get that opportunity to see what you would do with money. That's right. Oh, if I had money, I had, a, I had someone who asked me for a big-ass fucking loan. And I go, dude, I'm not lending you that money. He goes, it means nothing to you. I go, you don't know what it means to me. <laughs> Wrote me a letter telling me how my money means nothing to me. I go, well, then yeah. why do you want it? It means nothing. <laughs> to him, it meant everything. My money meant everything to him. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember uh, I knew I was in trouble. Before I got the bill, the waiter presented everyone with envelopes with the labels from the wine bottles. And I went, this yep. must be some fucking crazy bottle of wine. <laughs> It was like envelope. an award show at the end of that dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Howard, I don't know if, if I ever, I think I told you this, but I, again, I don't look at bills. I don't count people's money, but the bill came yeah. and I just saw the first digit on the, on the bill. <laughs> and I remember yeah. thinking there's six of us. So this is like the world's most expensive restaurant. If it's $250 a head, right? That would be like $1,800. And I saw the first digit was a four. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> But, Thank you for Robin. being so observant, Baba Booey. <laughs> By the way, in this next clip, I believe Robin talks about, um, let me see. I, I listened to this about a couple of days ago. Um, in this next clip, Robin talks about how she used to attend a lot of drinking events. And she would drink and party so much over a weekend that she would lose her voice. Yes, I remember but again, that. Again, again, um, not Robin's fault, Uh the Again, wine guy's not fault. Not Robin's fault. 
It's the uh, wine guy's right, fault. Whatever you say, Gary. Yeah, the wine well, guy took her to these part. Listen to this. You do not want to drink with him. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know what he used to do to me? So I work. I hold it, Scott. I work with this voice, right? This voice is very important to me. Exactly. And I had no idea that he had a wooden leg. Hollow, so too. I'm sitting there drinking with him, and somehow my glass keeps getting refilled, and we go to these dinners, and there were 15 bottles of wine on the table. Somehow. And so... You'd start in the morning because you're going wine tasting. So you start, you drop off, you, you start off at the B wine cellar and you have a drink. <laughs> and then you go off wine tasting. And then you have a wine tasting lunch. And then you go out to dinner with him and you're drinking and drinking and drinking. And there was, there have been a few weekends where I woke up on Sunday morning without a voice. And I go home that way, and on Monday morning, I get on the air squeaking. Oh, boy. And Howard would say, what happened to you? And I'd say, I was out in Napa. And he said, was it those wine guys? <laughs> you Listen, stay away Pino. from them. <laughs> First of all, what kind of explanation is that? She blames the guy. Well, wait a minute, Howard. You went out drinking, somehow know, your glass got filled. I don't filled. know if you know anything about being out and socializing. I don't. And just the wine flowing, and all of a sudden you're not aware of how much you're drinking, a la Fred falling down a flight of stairs and almost well, dying. Well, you, I expect more Excuse of. me. And no. after uh, that happened a couple Excuse of times, it never happened again because I learned uh -huh. my lesson. You have to watch what you're doing with these people. Exactly. It only happened to Fred once. Right. Takes Robin. I never fell down and had to be taken to the no, hospital. No, but it, it is, takes it Robin. Funny. Gary, it is takes funny. Robin 50 times before she learns not <laughs> no, to drink with those guys. Robin, how many times did you bust my balls about having an appearance over the weekend and having a shitty voice? It's funny because, you because know, you've he's done the it guy. 50 times. <laughs> but he's the guy that poured the wine. And he's at fault, and you didn't know he had a wooden uh, leg. Stop it. I'm like, not so, blaming anybody. Listen, you made Robin, it sound like somebody threw you down and poured it down your throat. Robin is falling in with a rough crowd. That's what I'm afraid of. What? But I'm, thank God for COVID-19. She's for sitting at home. I've 20 years now. First of all, during a wine tasting, you're supposed to spit out the wine. I've read about that. You're not supposed to be swallowing it. I do spit a lot of wine. This is a cute moment. Robin talked about the time she asked out Paul McCartney when he was on the show. I like, I did like this. <laughs> have you ever had a guest? Uh, it's had to have happened where you, you're like kind of fired up and smitten because you've had everybody, right? Uh, uh, that happens all the time. Uh, I remember uh, once Paul McCartney came in and it was Sarah between carriages. And I actually... Took my shot. I said, Paul, <laughs> at the time I was vegan. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a vegan, you're a vegan. <laughs> Let's fuck. <laughs> and he was like, I, I never expected this today. <laughs> but yeah, I said, why not? You I'm swung here. the back. <laughs> I might as well take my shot. Let me tell you, you would have been a fabulous Robin McCartney. You would have been, he has no idea.
But I wouldn't be here anymore, see? That would Why? be the thing. Paul always likes to have his wives with him traveling. That's true. Better, You know what I told him? Don't you dare steal her. <laughs> I ruined it for you. That's right. Yeah, I tell you, I asked Paul for an autograph. I was embarrassed. Robin just went way in. She just yeah, said, Come on. marry me. Marry me now. <laughs> Let's go. You also made a controversial statement about British people on this show, I which say? I was shocked. What did I oh, say? Oh, that they don't age well? Yeah. Did I say that? You did say it. <laughs> you know, generally, I hate to, uh, you know, present company excluded. The British don't usually age that well. Very controversial. <laughs> people are after me now. Yes, they're, they're after you. Very, very wild. A lot of bridge people uh, canceled your Twitter account. I understand also on vacation you were very busy tweeting. I did tweet yeah. a few things, yeah. I didn't catch that, but a lot of the guys were talking about it. The whole office was a buzz. The virtual office Well, what, my buzz. favorite tweet of while I was uh, on vacation, I read a story about, I forget who it was, but these this woman or her friend crapped somewhere on his bed or something oh, johnny depp yes and yeah. i said boy i thought i had a hard time saying goodbye <laughs> well i mean i read that story uh, the story robin's referring to is johnny depp is going through a divorce and he said he with knew amber he, heard yeah amber heard who's super hot you go well what could be wrong with that uh, he claims anyway in the court case that he'd had it with her when she shit in his bed as a joke. He, she either shit or she had her friend or shit in the bed. Or girlfriend shit. Right. That's a good Somebody, girlfriend some, too. One of those hot chicks shit in his bed. <laughs> Personally, uh, that turns me on. But, uh, you know, no, I, I mean, there is nothing more disgusting than that. What kind of joke is that? <laughs> That's not a joke. I, mean, I you failed know, to see the humor. I know I'm such a weasel that when a chick is as hot as Amber Heard, I'm like, okay, so she's shit in the bed. I'll clean it up and I'm going to fuck her. You think you'll <laughs> sleep with me again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, does this mean you're breaking up with me? <laughs> I'd be like, all right, she's weird. I Listen, I dated some weird chicks. And uh, why not? I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Well, anyway. You think that Johnny Depp, though, would be having... An easier yeah. time. Yeah, you know, I always thought, like, if I look like Johnny Depp, my life would be so simple. It would be just so awesome. I'd be fucking all the time. And it, it turns out, girls are shitting in his bed. <laughs> I guess it sucks for everyone. Yeah, didn't he show also a, a finger that was cut off or something? I mean, he's yeah. having a terrible time. Hey, by the way, speaking of terrible times, so I was talking to Gary yesterday while we were trying to set up all the new equipment, which you'll see... Uh, the cameras and stuff in this little studio setup we, we put together. You'll see it on the app. Uh, the show will look better anyway whenever we post something. And um, Gary Gary was telling me he had the worst two weeks of his life. What? Yeah. And I said, what's going on with you? And he said, I'll talk to you on the show about it. I'm willing to speak about it. So evidently Gary's in. You look good. I mean, you look all tan and everything, like you've been out in the sun or something. Doesn't look like he had a bad week, huh? Yeah, I tried I to cheer him up. I said, I said to Gary, you know, here's your problem. Your problem is you have good weeks. 
You should be like me. <laughs> Every week is a bad week, and I never, I, I don't feel anything because uh, I just expect it to be bad. Robin, I said to Howard, I go, did nothing good happen on this vacation? He goes, no, some of the good things happened. I go, but no good days? He goes, no, no, full days, no. <laughs> Not a full day. Like, wow. A whole day of good? Oh, my goodness, you're so crazy. Who has a whole day of good? I do. No, you good do. Is better. How about a whole day where the good outweighs the bad? No? That's happened. That's happened. Oh. No. Rarely. Mostly <laughs> things are just bad. He doesn't mark those days down. No. He just thinks he dwells on the bad ones. Right. So I'm never surprised. <laughs> anyway, what's going on with you? I'm concerned. So I have been since I'd say late April in really severe pain because of my knees. And, you know, of course, I didn't go to the doctor because of fucking COVID. So I'm like a good six weeks behind what I should be doing. And the short version is that I'm, I'm having a knee replacement in early August, I've, you know, I literally have no cartilage left in either knee. And now it turns out that I have what they call, uh, Robin, have you ever heard of an insufficient fracture? Oh, I guess it, ha I guess it happens when there's no cartilage left. Right. The bones start to hit each other and they, and they, and they break the yeah. fracture. So I'm in so much fucking pain and my operation is like still like three weeks away. And you know, that's what's going on. I just, I can't sleep. I lay on the couch and then. On top of it, at one point, they put me, it's just been so nuts. I've been trying to do everything, but I'm not, I won't take painkillers. So they put me on, um, Cymbalta, which is an antidepressant, which I thought was really weird. But apparently, I looked, the National Arthritis Society says it works really well. But there's nothing worse than putting someone who isn't depressed on an antidepressant because I think it made me depressed. <laughs> and now I really, now I sleep. I, I slept almost all the vacation. I slept late every day. Oh. I would take naps in the middle of the day. And, Welcome uh, to my and world. I did, and you know, I, and I, did, uh, I nap all day. I know yeah. Mary's like, "Is this our future?" She's <laughs> like, "Are you are you still on the fucking couch?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry. I promise when I get my knee done, I'll be better." I mean, I haven't walked like I haven't walked the dog in six weeks. I haven't. I can't really walk anywhere very far. I was gonna say, how do you get around? You're not. Are you using a walker or anything? No, no. But getting uh, getting up and down. If you saw me going up and down the stairs, you would fucking laugh. It takes me about a minute to get down a flight of stairs. I have to hold on to the banisters and, you know, bring my, and then I go up one step at a time. Gee. So I'm just waiting for the stupid operation. Well, how come only one knee? I mean, uh, is the well, other knee fine? Have, uh, no, I probably have to do the other knee at some point, but this one's, this one's way worse. This what the left And they don't so like bad. to do two knees at once, Howard. Yeah. Right. It's not good. I had a friend well. who did both his knees at once and he said it was brutal. So, uh, Sorry to so hear that's that. what, all I did all vacation was lay on the couch and sleep. Once in a while, I went out in the hammock, but I can't really, I can't really go anywhere. Says here, antidepressants. See, antidepressants. <laughs> yeah, but I can't go anywhere. He's looking to go somewhere. Antidepressants can also Where severely is there to go. Can also severely affect your sex drive and ability to orgasm. Did you notice that? No, I uh, yes. You know what I noticed? The fucking orgasms. You remember when Ronnie used to talk about that horny goat weed shit? Yeah. Uh huh. The orgasms were like insane. They're so much better on this. On the antidepressant? Yes. Really? Wow. I don't yeah. know why, but they're more like, they're like crazy explosions. Jesus. Huh. Maybe you ought to oh. keep on that medication. <laughs> Give me I want to go, go off it, but yeah. I tried like three different things that have alleviated the pain slightly, and I'm not sure which one is working, and I figure I only have, I, I'm going to go off it in like 10 days anyway, because you got to go off all the stupid shit like two right. weeks before the, the operation.
But but yeah, I mean, I I sleep so much, and Mary's just like she. The whole family looks at me so sadly, and like I'm not that old yet, you know. I'm not even sixty yet, and they're just looking at me like a poor dad. <laughs> Look at him. Can you like do your mess. Peloton? Oh my God, no! I haven't done any exercise of any kind. Really, in six weeks. In fact, the Peloton, the the last thing that I did was the Peloton, and then I went out that day and when i got out of my car my legs buckled and i almost fell over and that was the end wow. that was the end of that man now who did your hair who mine? mary oh oh you mean gary's yeah because i'm almost is- like feeling mohawk going on or something no no no, no. <laughs> hey you know the oh, guy's okay. pretty down robin he don't need you commenting <laughs> on his haircut <laughs> exactly Hey Gary, we hear you, we you say Robin said teeth, to me. Robin? I hear Gary can barely walk. Let me goof on his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she got to get back at me for the wine shit. So I understand. That's how that's how life works here. But um, you know what you want to get? You know that that thing on TV, that chair that carries you up the stairs. Yeah. You oh yeah, get that. that thing that slides Believe up me. your wall. Yeah, it's like My a big kids. serving tray. Yeah, it's Lucas. Cool. Uh, Lucas every day goes, hey, Dad, why don't we get one of those? I'm like, I'm not there yet, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> is he living with you, Lucas? Everybody's living with me now. Is Both Jackson your sons? Home? Both my sons. Yeah, Jackson came home like oh. three weeks ago. He got. Mm. You, you remember I told you how you can't get tests here anywhere? Right. So we tried to. He was he was home for a day and a half. We're making calls. They put him on a waiting list. This and that. He ended up going to the emergency room. They had a rapid test. He got tested in twenty minutes. Oh wow! What but do you mean? I know uh, other- do, they, do they give you the results in twenty minutes? Exactly. Wow. How accurate is that? I mean, I, I think they're, the way I hear the, the way the tests are done is, is you can get it done. Any test that you get done, you get it done rapidly. But the reason it's more expensive, so they wait till they get like 2,000 tests and they test them all at once. So I think it's the same testing, just in this case, it's, it's quicker. I don't know. I don't know. But, it, you know, he was negative, and then uh, he's been home for like uh, three weeks now. What's this? It says Gary's trying to buy an inflatable above ground pool. <laughs> oh, wait, like, well, Howard, that already, you already made it sound way too nice. Wow. Inflatable so above pool. ground pool. There's, a, there's this inflatable pool. It's about the size of a hot tub. It's 30 <laughs> inches high and it comes yeah. with a filter. It's like $300. In the meantime, next to me, they just built six houses, like crazy huge houses. They all have built-in swimming pools. So Mary's like, wouldn't you be ashamed for our neighbors to see you in that? I go, not even a little. Not even a little. (laughs) So I went to go. So I know know somebody who has it. I'm like, how is it? They go, you know what, man? It's not bad. For 300 bucks, it's got a filter. It's not bad. You don't think in that fancy neighborhood of yours they're going to throw you out? Like, I mean, once they see you have in the backyard, you have an inflatable above-ground pool? I don't give two shits. I really don't. (laughs) When are you getting it? um, well, I can't find one. So, uh, Walgreens. Hey, don't I? Don't uh, I pay him decent money, Robin? I think I do. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I couldn't get a pool put in now anyway. You know that, no. right? Is like, that right? Like, it's it's you can't find a pool. You can't find somebody to build you a pool. Jason has an above ground pool that he bought two months ago. He can't even find a guy to put it in. I think Jason's scheduled for like mid August, and he's had it since May. And so they said that. Um, Permits in this town and all through all of the suburbs are through the roof. So if I wanted to put a built-in pool this summer, it wouldn't happen. Wow. Wow. So I went, well. so Howard, I went to, it was on the website for Walmart. So I drive a half an hour away to Walmart and I show them on the phone. I go, 
hey, it says this in, this one's in stock. Where is it? They go, yeah, website's inaccurate. Then they walk away. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It's like you well, it sounds away. like you're out and about, though. I mean, you're busy uh, doing stuff. I mean, how many doctor visits did you go on for your knee oh. surgery? Okay, so I need a total of seven visits to get the surgery. I had to go on four. So the first one was the dentist. The next one was my primary. The third one was the heart surgeon. The fourth one was an MRI. Then I have have a special CAT scan. Wait then I have my pre-op surgery, and then finally I have to have a COVID test for your ner- for your for your knee surgery. You had to go to the dentist. Yes, and I asked why, and the guy said that um, the biggest problem with a knee surgery is infection, and that some people who have bad dental hygiene could have an infection in their mouth, and that can go through your bloodstream and could fuck up the surgery. So they just need to get a sign off that you have good dental health. And yes, I do have good dental health, Robin. Mm. I didn't say a word. <laughs> I, was I know what she, know. he knows what you're thinking. Cause I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, you better be careful, Gary. Uh, but, well, but I have know. to say that the, the doctor's visits I've gone to, I've actually felt very safe. People are doing a great job on that stuff. But again, you know, the whole COVID thing, Howard is crazy because I was dealing with a personal thing where I have a, a friend who's sick and I can't see them and they can't get the things done that they need to get done. And even the other day, you know, uh, Riley, uh, caught a, caught a, a a squirrel or a rat or something and killed it, you know, because that's what dogs do. And then I find out that my dog's um, uh, uh, rabies shot was due in March, but of course we didn't go in March, so she's going to be fine. But it could have been really bad. But I was just talking about all the things you can't do because of COVID or that you put off. I know. I was talking to my kids yesterday, and like I feel bad for them. Like. You know, I was even thinking, like, you know, to be that age, to be young and, like, you know, you're building your career and all that stuff. And then, like, you're now all of a sudden confused about what you can and can't do. And, you know, I was even thinking about, like, the Beatles. Like, imagine if the Beatles were coming up right now. <clears throat> and, you know, they spent all those years in Hamburg, Germany at those clubs. Peace and love. And they would just go to the clubs and they would play every night in these packed little clubs. And that's how the Beatles got good. And that's how they got their confidence together to start writing music and to gel. Like, they never would have happened during COVID-19. There's no more clubs. There's no more bands getting together. It's just, it's like everything is so fucked up. Everything's on hold. Everything has stopped. Except going to the beach and indoor dining. I know. Well, it's like... um, I was reading this horror story in the New York Times obituaries about this fabulous doctor. Did you guys read this? Fabulous doctor. She was, like, amazing, like, super on top of things, brilliant. Her sister's a lawyer. Uh, this, this story, I'm probably going to fuck the story up because I don't retain all these stories I read. But uh, at the end of the day, she committed suicide because she was just freaking out that she couldn't help people the proper way. And Yeah, the uh, she, deaths were, the number of deaths were getting to her. She couldn't take it. Yeah, you read it, right? It yeah. was such a sad story. And it's like, that's another aspect of COVID-19, that people who are healthcare workers are freaking out because of what they're seeing and watching people dying. Yeah, they're now, getting PTSD. Yeah. And this woman ended up killing herself, and she was so valuable to society, a real contributor, and I just felt really shitty. And it's just the whole thing's so fucked up. And, uh, and then that guy. That's why I get upset with the people who won't wear masks and uh, go to COVID parties because they don't realize they're then going to wind up or they're going to cause somebody to wind up in the healthcare system that is being overtaxed. And these people, 
these frontline workers, as we call them these days, are really suffering because they are not equipped to take the kind of deaths that are happening. Yeah, Robin posted a story that I did see about an anti-mask Florida politician who's now in, an, in the ICU for COVID, yeah. you know, you know, telling people not to wear a mask. Oh, the doctor who uh, committed suicide was Dr. Lorna Breen. And what happened was she was really freaking out and she was she she felt bad. She didn't want to talk to anyone because she didn't want to have a mental health issue. She was afraid it would affect her career. You know, so yeah. she was kind of just flipping out. Yeah, How it was really. You know, yeah. When you, when you talk about Florida, by the way, there's a great piece of audio somewhere. But the governor of Florida about seven weeks ago was literally mocking New York. And he was going like, oh, you guys were so worried. And look, nothing's happening here. See? And I know. Like a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Florida was so lucky. They didn't have a lot of cases. And, you know, I was so shocked when I would call people down in Florida and say, what's going on? They go, oh, my God, the restaurants are packed. The uh, stores are packed. It's like nothing's going on here. I go, what's wrong with them? Don't they understand that this isn't going to last forever, that eventually it's going to make its way to Florida? How Every expert is saying it's going to sweep like a wave. They could have masked up. They could have been like right on top of it where they never got affected by this. And now they're in a situation where they're completely overrun with it. And um, and I don't know. There's still people in Florida running around without masks. They refuse well, to believe it. Well, you know it. what? They, they now are saying they're going to ban indoor dining. That means they're banning restaurants because you can't sit outside in Florida right now. It's Trump too hot. Just, uh, Donald Trump just tweeted about COVID. He retweeted Chuck Woolery, your boyfriend. Evidently, Chuck Woolery's like a super conservative guy now. Chuck yeah, Woolery says, yeah. the CDC, our doctors, the media, and Democrats are lying about the dangers of COVID. Can you imagine? Chuck Woolery, the guy Woolery, from the, the game guy. show host. The game show host. <laughs> he is saying that the media is lying about the dangers of COVID. The guy who invented two and two. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Howard, the stuff, that, the stuff that Trump focuses on while, the fuck, while Rome is burning... You know, Charlie Daniels was a huge Trump fan. So right. he, you know, he needed to tweet out that we've lost a great soul. I'm like, we lost a lot of great souls, not just the guy yeah. that did the devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, just somebody who liked you. Exactly. Uh, By the yeah. way, he, he pardoned Roger Stone. Oh. And part of the reason was, oh, Roger Stone might get COVID 19. Yeah, he we don't want about that. that. But Florida he doesn't care if you get it. Florida reported, Florida reported 15,299 new COVID cases yesterday, a single-day record. But oh, they're breaking records every day. They now are way. breaking yeah. records. Wait, so we're back where we were in March when we were in a complete panic, right? That's, a, that's yeah. what we're saying That's Florida. basically what when, we're taking. You know, when you look at the numbers in Europe, how they've gotten this thing under control, Canada too, you go, oh, they, they fucking handled it. I don't know what's going on in our country that they can't, you know, that we got to just fucking mask up, really pay attention to this thing and get rid of it or at least flatten the curve. Let's let's start with that. Hey, by the way, I just uh, saw this morning that Kelly Preston died. I know that shocked yeah. me. John Travolta's wife, super fucking hot. How bad did you want to bang even know Kelly she was Preston? Sick, so apparently she's been battling breast cancer for two years. Yeah, they kept it. They said they kept it very private. 
John Travolta issued a statement saying that uh, basically, um, you know, she battled breast cancer for two years and a very brave fight, you know. And, uh, you know, they got a young kid. They got like a nine-year-old, uh, yeah, an older kid, after too. after their son, what was his name, Jet? Jet. Yeah, he died. died. They had another yeah. child. She, I mean, oh, my God, Kelly Preston. One of the all-time great nude scenes in the history of Mr. Skin. Five-star, not Jerry Maguire, which that was awesome. She was in a movie called Mischief. She's probably 20 years old, and it's like her and a boy are in high school in the 50s, and they're going to have sex for the first time. J.D. loves this movie. J.D., tell him about it. J.D., yeah, hey, be honest. Have you beaten off to this movie? Oh, yeah. I would say Kelly Preston was oh. like... My first celebrity crush, a crush of a woman, period. Uh, right. Yes, I, I probably jerked off to it. Uh, like, I watched it before I even When know you say probably, is that you don't remember or you're just trying to have some modesty? <laughs> I, I just don't remember specific times that I jerked mm. off to it. In other words, you but jerked I, off you know to so much material. Off to it. Yeah. 